thanks for joining us guys thanks for coming back again for another episode you know i appreciate you uh you are here on our bridge revolution with lisa we're gonna go over some do's and don'ts today on how to get your seller experience um your buyers wait a minute am i saying this right your buyer's experience enhanced what to do and what not to do what to look for what not to look for just some quick tips and things that i learned on my adventure out there and trying to source my um, business so here we go sorry got mixed up there i hope you're having a good week first of all um this episode is late and i apologize for that but um I had family over this weekend. My family came from Northern Maine to visit and I missed them and I could not tear myself away. So I hope you understand. And um, we had fun. <laughs> so that was what's, what was most important. But here we go. Um, so there's some really cool things you can do to enhance your customer's experience okay and i should have used that word earlier it saved me a lot of time anyway your customer's experience is important if you're selling on ebay you can accomplish this if you're selling on poshmark you can accomplish this and this is how on ebay as soon as you make a sale send your item out right away if you can't if it's on a sunday at least get it packed and labeled because that that will notify the customer that, hey, your item's been shipped. It may not have been re received by the post office yet, but hey, guess what? Your item was shipped. And the reason why I say this, like, for example, I had a customer who purchased something in the afternoon on Saturday. If I had done nothing and waited until the mail was available on a Tuesday because of a holiday on a Monday, that would put them in a waiting time frame of about three days which is my maximum processing time on ebay that i've listed that i've said that um it takes me to send out something but i never take the full three days i always make sure i get it out that day or the next day immediately and it's not like i'm getting it out in the mail i'm getting it out by by going to the um ebay part where it says i sold something i'm clicking on print shipping label I'm getting the label ready. I'm packing it. It's got the label on it. I've closed it. I put in a little note thanking them for their purchase and for checking us out because they have many choices. And anything you can do to personalize that will help your ratings as far as them doing a review on you. And they feel like, hey, you know, it, especially like if you missed something or something didn't go right in shipping or, you know, that, that little note may go a long way. And the fact that you got it out quickly might go a long way. It doesn't leave a bad taste in their mouth. So make sure you get that out the moment you get your notification as soon as you can. If you can't do it right then and there, do it the, the next few hours or do it the next morning. But don't delay it. Don't procrastinate. You're not doing this to procrastinate. You're doing this to help create something or maybe it's a hobby to you, but make sure you make people happy so you can continue your hobby. All right. So that's one suggestion. The next one would be to make sure like if you're on Poshmark, right? Some folks are selling clothes and they want that boutique experience. They want like, okay, I'm buying something, but do something different. So I don't have to go, you know, do something for me that makes me feel like I'm being treated special. Like this is my own little secret thing, you know, that Poshmark is my my cool place. Um, and what, what most sellers do is they'll buy, you know, go to the dollar store, buy tissue paper, colorful tissue paper, sparkly, whatever, 
buy tissue paper, buy white tissue paper, do something so that when they buy a little blouse from you or a shirt or a pair of jeans, not only did you mail it in a bubble mailer or a box or however you're going to send it, but you also wrapped it in tissue paper and you sent a little note thanking them for buying it from you. You are a shop amongst thousands upon thousands of other shops and you need to do everything you can to stand out. So especially on Poshmark where, where you have customers who expect a little bit more detail, expect to get an item and maybe not just shoved in a package. Um, this is where you can shine. Some people will eventually get stickers made with their shop's logo or, or shop's name on them. They might include <clears throat> their shop's link. There might be a promo code on a card saying, hey, next time you shop with me, you'll save 10%. There's lots of different things you can do, but the most basic thing you can do is to show a little effort, show a little care. I just packed this up for you. Look at the tissue paper I'm opening. Wow, look, there's the thing I wanted. It just adds a little bit of softness and personalization, and that thank you letter is so important. I go to Goodwill and I find thank you cards in their stationery section and I just buy them because it's a good investment. I'm not paying full price. I'm paying pennies on the dollar and I'll buy it. Um, the ones that are on sale, maybe they're half price that day because they got a blue sticker and blue sticker items are half price. Just be creative that way. Or if not, if all else fails and you've run out of cards, use a sticky note, put a sticky note on there. Hey Sue, thank you so much for purchasing this purchasing this for me. Um, we really appreciate you. Please come back again. Your name. That's it. Your first, don't go putting your name and address on there. Just put your first name. Bam. Uh, and put that on top of the tissue paper, send it off. These are some really good dues. Okay. They go a long way. They make a difference. They make someone maybe want to take the time to rate you. It's hard to get a rating in case you didn't know. Ratings are hard to come by. Not because you did a bad job because people are busy. They forget. So putting that little extra in there will give you a little bit of personalization for them to say, hey, you know what? This was awesome. I had a good experience. I'm going to let people know about it. Make sure you do that. Let's go in a few don'ts, okay? Because there are some don'ts. And they're important. For example, you can sell makeup on eBay. You can sell makeup on Poshmark. You might have an after-holiday sale that's amazing. You're getting everything at over 75% off. And you're paying, you know, a lot less and you can sell it later at a higher price. Great. Make sure that whatever you're buying has no expiration date on it that says soon it's going to expire because nobody likes to buy. Well, you while you can do it, nobody wants to buy expired stuff. So make sure whatever you're purchasing has an expiration date that doesn't expire soon or already hasn't expired. Okay. Whether that be food or... um or makeup, or medication, whatever. I sold um, a pet medication that's an over-the-counter thing, one of my first sales, and I made sure that sucker was good to go because I don't want someone sending it back, or I don't want to buy something that's expired. Nobody wants to give their pet that. So, you know, make sure you're checking those things out um, because you will come across stuff sometimes. You'll get a good deal. I got good deals off Amazon where I turned around and flipped it um, somewhere else. You know, and um, because it happens, you might see, you might, you know, and, and I'm going to make a suggestion to you right now. You can um, sign up on Facebook 
there's some websites called deals, discount codes, this and that for Amazon and for other websites where you could get something that normally, and I'll give you a perfect example. I picked up a night vision goggle. Okay. Night vision goggle normally sells for a hundred something, 120, 130, $140 on eBay. Um, I got it for $45 on Amazon because I had a coupon code from one of those websites. I would have not known about it. I would have not done anything about it. Now, these are not what you want to base all your sourcing on. These are rare circumstances. But when you come across it and you have the money to invest $45 to turn around and sell it for $130, which is what I did, you do it because it's almost a $100 profit right there. I'm looking at like $80 with all my um, fees paid and everything at the end, uh, uh, profit. So you, that's what you do. So if there's some sourcing you want to add to your repertoire and you're on Facebook, sign up for these little discount groups that they have on Facebook. Have Go for it. You know, see how many are out there. Go for the ones that have a lot of members in it that are active, you know, doing stuff. Um, doesn't hurt. You can check it out. Make sure you're checking before you buy it to see how it's selling on eBay or Poshmark before you, you know, dive in and make make the move on buying it. But, yeah, so check it out. I mean, you wouldn't believe what you can save. I, I've flipped many a thing over that way. Um, I made a little nice little profit. I, I mean, sometimes I can't get more than one or two, but if you can, go for it. Why not, right? Um, so that's look for expire, expiration dates. Join um discount groups on ebay i mean facebook facebook yeah facebook so the next thing i want you to do is um when you're going to goodwill okay and you're trying to source or wherever you're sourcing from it might be your local thrift store it might be the salvation army store it might be your local church store or a tag sale what have you when you're looking at clothing, it's important that you realize the tags need to be there. You might assume it's an extra large if the tags are not there, but if it doesn't say it, nobody's going to buy it because they're taking a chance on whatever is in front of them in a picture. So make sure if it, I don't care how great I came across this lovely Mexican like style poncho hoodie. Okay. It was amazing. <laughs> And because there was no tag on it, I couldn't buy it. It wasn't in my size because I, I would totally got it. But I couldn't buy it to sell because it couldn't state exactly what size it would be. And folks need to know. So I had to put that right back. Um, make sure whatever you're purchasing has a, a label on it. Um, at least it and and in Poshmark, they kind of even want to know what kind of materials it's made out of. So make sure your tags are there for that too. You know how sometimes it's on the side of the garment instead of the back top neck portion. So look for those, okay? Um, check the Goodwill cases that are locked. I know most of the time they're their most expensive items. They're a little pricey. But if you see something, let, let me give you an example. I've seen bags and I've picked up, uh, for example, a Vera Bradley that were locked up in the case um, because on that day in Goodwill, it was, you know, half off the white sticker and the, this, the bag that was in there was, I think it was about $15 or $20 and it was half off and it had brand new tags on it. It was a brand new with tags and they were selling it for 15 to 20. I forget the exact number, but because I, I comped it. I saw that they were doing really well, that particular bag. I was able to look it up. I saw that. 
And then I knew that I paid whatever half that amount was. So if it was half of 15, I was paying 750. And I would, you know, if I was comping it out, I think it might have comped out at about 35 at the time. Um, yeah, I'm going to pay 750 to get, you know, a $35 sale price. Heck yeah. So sometimes the locked items, you need to stop and look what's there. Don't take for granted that, gee, it might be a little bit, yeah, they might be a little bit more expensive. Um, but if it's comping out at a higher number and you're seeing a lot of sold items on eBay show, showing you that this item can sell and at a steady, consistent price, then go for it. If you can, go for it. Get it. Um, and ask the girl to unlock the case. <laughs> Get your bag. But yeah, so do that. Okay, check the cases out. You're going to find some cool stuff. Um Visit the hat racks on top of the clothing areas. Hats do well. Certain hats do very well. I had a, what was the name of that? Let me see if I can, I think I have one right here. Um, and I, and I sold two hats this way. I sold a Saints hat. Locker room, locker room. It's an official NFL gear. Okay, I had a Saints hat. Picked that up for a nice price. Sold it for twice the amount. And then I have another one that I got at a tag sale. Um, a Super Bowl 39 hat for the Patriots got that for two dollars at a tag sale. I can sell this hat for like $18 all day, you know. So check the hats on top and, and then look for other things like does that hat really stand out? Is it quality? Is it quality made? Check the label inside, do a comp on it. Not all hats do well, okay. Um you know, for example, you might have a Boston Red Sox hat, but is it official gear? And is there anything listed for it on eBay or anywhere else? If you can't find it, you could take a chance on it, but don't pay top dollar. Make sure you're getting it for just a dollar or two. Uh, because if it doesn't have those markers on it or if it doesn't look like a quality item or someone like a famous maker, then you're taking a, a chance, okay? But check those hat racks. Like, they're sometimes on the side of the, the racks, and sometimes they put them on the top near the shoes. Um, I have to tell you, kids' hats don't typically do well. Kids' shoes don't typically do well, um, unless they're a certain kind of shoe, like Jordans, Air Jordans, or, you know, um, different types of, you know, highly sought-after sneakers. But typically, you want to do your comps on these because, You'll find that um, children's clothing usually does a lot less than what, you know, regular adult clothing does. So when you're looking for hats or anything in kids, make sure you're checking them first before picking them up because the chances are the values are going to be low. Um, I made that mistake. I bought a bunch of Osh Gosh Pigosh shoes for kids, for boys. They were like new. Um, I bought Skechers shoes new with tags for girls with like bedazzles all over them and um, I thought they were amazing. I would have bought them for my kid, but like they didn't do well because kids clothing doesn't go for premium pricing like adult clothing does. And then it's probably because kids grow out of their clothes faster. Um, you know, there's lots of probable reasons for it, but yeah, um, kids clothing, we know about that now. And then, um, do not sell fake items. Do not 
make sure that if you're buying a coach bag, that that is a coach bag. Don't post it on eBay. Don't post it on Poshmark. Poshmark has zero tolerance for it at all. You could lose your ability to sell probably. I don't know that for sure, but I do know that they, like if, if you're trying to sell a bag at a high value, like two, $300, they're probably going to have you send it to another location to have it evaluated before it actually gets to the purchaser who purchased the bag from you. Um, if you're selling, it's if there's a certain dollar amount under that, you know, that they have where they don't do that. It's not all bags, but it's the high value bags that they make you send away for verification for authenticity and condition before it goes on to someone else. So don't mess around. Okay. Um, and on eBay too, they're, they're getting strict. Like if, if you send a bag and it's not real stuff and, or it's way off or something, you know, if you have a doubt, don't list it, don't sell it. If you're not sure. Um, I don't, I'm not an expert on that. I'm trying to learn more, but I do know what I look for when I'm buying a bag. And, you know, I have, um, Dooney Burke and I have Vera Bradley's. I don't go beyond that because I'm just, that's beyond my means. Okay. But, um, you know, when I go to TJ Maxx or something, I'll, I can sometimes pick up my bags there and I, you know, I know what I'm looking for, but you know, there are some that come through, where the stitching is falling apart or, you know, the, the, the fabric is kind of skewed inside and doesn't look quite right where, you know, it's not really real. Uh, if you're in doubt, don't buy it and don't sell it. That's just my, yeah, my suggestion to you. Um, and you know, just, just make sure that you are taking those pictures and that you're, you know, listing what the flaws are on anything you do take in. Uh, or, and making it an obvious seat that, you know, whatever that, that scratches and you take a picture of it and show it um, and even mention it so that folks have no doubt in their mind that there's a scratch on that item. <laughs> okay. Um, and test your electronics and your stuff before, before listing it, make sure that whatever you got and, and in Goodwill, there's an area that you can actually test electronics at, you know, go there, do that. Don't just Oh yeah, it looks good. I'm going to get it because sometimes stuff that's broken makes it out to the shelf. It happens. Okay. So these are some of the do's and don'ts I want you to try to pay attention to. Don't forget, there's a message. If you're actually in Anchor by Spotify um, and you go in there, you can actually um, ask me a question if you're not sure about something or you wanted to share. Maybe you wanted to share a success story off of something you got from the podcast or you want to share a helpful hint or tip go for it. I'm, I don't know it all. Just go ahead and post it here and we'll see if we can, um, share that. I did have someone ask me, um, when I, you know, when they can't find something, I did have a question. I think it was last week. It came through. They asked me, what do they, can they do? And her name was, uh, let me check. I have it right here. Lisette. Lisette, thank you for your question. Okay, she want Lisette wanted to know what can you do when you're looking on eBay and you can't find the item on a comp, you, or, or there's or there are some there but they're not sold yet. Okay, there's two things to this. Okay, it might be because it's not going to sell well, and you might want to stay away from it. That's the first thing. If you're not finding any comps at all. It could be that you found something very unique that nobody else has. Um, and uh, my suggestion is uh, buy low, buy low, 
buy low, make sure that you're buying late. Or if it's in your home already, then it's low risk. Go ahead and list it for whatever you think you can get for it. And then make offers available. Like if you're not going to sell it on an auction, do a sale for it and then make offers an option and then say the lowest offer I'll consider is this. And then, but you'll still get an email asking if you want to accept the offer, but you know, and then you can either counter offer or accept, but so, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you would do that. Um, comps are important. I want to make sure y'all are doing them. Make sure you're checking them out. Make sure you're verifying everything before you're listing that the amount you're asking is right, that you're not jipping yourself, you know, and that it, it'll actually sell because you don't want to waste time on something and put energy into something that's not going to go anywhere. Um, so if you see a lot of items, there's like a hundred of them in a comp and, um, they're all going for about the same amount. That means there's too much of it. And unless you're going to be willing to underprice, uh, it, let's say the item is going for an average of $15 and you got yours for two. Great. Maybe you could sell it for 12 and that won't hurt you. But if you got it, you know, if you're, if you're getting it for, I don't know, $10 or, or more, it's probably not worth your time. <laughs> Hopefully those were good examples for you. But um, we're at the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Thank you, Lisa, for the first question of my podcast. Yay. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't start with it. I'm so sorry. I meant to. <clears throat> I think I couldn't wait to talk about what not to do and what to do. But at any event, thank you for joining us. And you guys have a good rest of your day. And I promise to be on time next Friday. Happy selling. Bye.